She was like perfect casting for that character. Dude, look at, and then, all right, these poses are too much. They went too hard on her poses. Okay, you said you didn't want to objectify her this week, but you just, <laughs> you're the one who started it. We shot Napoleon in 62 days. Wow, that's what? two I'm doing, months. I'm doing Gladiator 2 now in 54 days. Because what? I'm not doing, I'm not doing 50 takes with one camera on one shot and then turning it around. This normal fight scene could take anything up to a month. I'll take six days. Welcome back to the Wacky Wonderful Wise Works podcast. All of you guys, gals, geeks, and goofballs. And goofballs. We're, uh, we're not only on YouTube, we're also on Spotify. Ooh, so if you yeah. like watching podcasts on Spotify, watching, not just listening, you can choose to listen if you want, but watching on Spotify? <laughs> oh, man. We're, you do your, we're out do here. You're watching on Spotify? That's pretty crazy. Yeah, if you do your watching on Spotify. Also, Apple Podcast. And here's the thing. We're on a lot of podcast sites. Mm -hmm. Pretty much all of them. But you know what? And th there's there's websites out there that literally are dedicated to just finding podcasts, collecting them, and advertising them on their website. Because they wow. want people to visit their site to say, hey, this is a podcast that you can find on Spotify and Apple Podcast." And they've done, there's been many a sites that's done that with us. Um, huh. But they do it with everybody. So it doesn't really count. But all that to say is we're findable. We are findable. And you on YouTube, you can watch it live at noon on every Friday on the WiseWorks Studio channel. Mm -hmm. That's We're it. also on Patreon, where you can watch also almost Patreon. a week early. Now, all that to say, it's not a it's not an exciting intro. Whew. Yeah, I'd have clicked off by now. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing: I say all that because people already click off. Why do I feel spicy? Why do I, I feel spicy this week? I, spicy? Yeah, I'll you tell eat, you what you, you eat. Been some spicy last night. Feeling critical. That's what you feel like. Well, Joshua got me annoyed because right before we I feel started, like I'm under a microscope. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, did you did you craft a perfect podcast for us today, Wyatt? Did you, you know, you know, what's up with your memes, Wyatt? Why aren't they as good as they used to right. be? Look, you know, I, I I have confidence in the podcast, but look, mm. I have evidence of the memes falling short. Why are we talking about? Why are we talking about this topic again? We're going Wyatt? back to this. We can't go back to this. Come on, let's 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 hit them with something different. Listen, I, if you can't take the heat, Stand get out of the through. kitchen, as you but, said a you few know, minutes ago. But yeah, you have to be cooking. I'm cooking, bro. I'm trying to cook. I, I'm at least getting yeah, an avocado I mean, toast. That's not cooking. That's. I'm an, I mean, I'm smashing the avocados. You can That's buy good. all the ingredients and spread uh -huh. it on top yeah, of each other. Yeah, children can do that. Mm -hmm. I was Wait. cooking the other day. I made some beef Wait stew. Wait a minute. I You just beef blew my stew. mind. Is an avocado toast the equivalent to a kid's PB&J for adults? Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah. because a PB&J is just a PB&J for an adult. No. Yeah, yeah. Hand a PB and J to anybody. If they don't have a peanut allergy, they will accept it happily. I mean, I'll probably accept it. Yeah. Hand an avocado toast to anybody. Jelly sandwich. Fifty. I would say fifty percent of the population will say no thanks. 
Yeah, because so they're not I, kids. Well, uh, no, most most of most people are cool with a PB and J. Um, I think it's just Josh in isolation who's like the avocado toast is my PB and J. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, maybe it's your PB and J. Um, but no, it is a simple thing to make. Unlike roast. Well, yeah, I didn't make roast. I made. Um, oh, you did? Yeah, beef stew. you did. You made beef oh. stew. That was well. Solid. What's the difference between a beef it, stew but... and a roast? Um, a roast is a, a slower process. You're, okay. you're taking hours and hours to slow roast that bad boy. What was in the beef stew? Um, I had some. I had some meat, so I I got some 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 cubed meat from the store because there was a deal on it for mm. beef stew, and uh, I chopped up an onion, tossed it in to the pan with the meat, seared everything. Um made sure to scrape everything off the bottom, poured in my beef stock and my water and my flour. Um let that boil down a little bit. Can we take then, a can we take one step back? Flour? Uh, Do you put flour yeah, to, in beef to thicken it? So I to, didn't have any uh, potatoes. Like a gravy almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to it's to thicken a it. A yes. roux? A roux. I didn't actually make a roux though. Wait, um, wait. What's the difference between a roux and like a thickening gravy? It's the same thing. You you gravy oh, is a roux. You did basically. make a roux, sort of. Um, I didn't start with it though. Um, I added the flour later, okay. and then and, uh, I didn't have any uh, potatoes. Uh, mm. I only had carrots and celery, so I chopped that up, tossed that in, and let it um, let it simmer for about mm. an hour. Uh, and the meat was cooked. It it wasn't as like fall apart as I would have liked it to. I should have yeah. cooked the meat. Before longer. I put the vegetables in, I should have cooked the meat longer by itself and then put the vegetables in during the last 20 minutes. Now, in my opinion, mm. I don't think you're ever going to get that meat fall apart texture unless you roast it, unless you no, slow no, no, roast you will. it. You will. I don't know. If, if you let that, if you let it cook for over an hour, yeah, you will. Because the smaller pieces were super tender, fall mm -hmm. apart in your mouth. Uh, but the bigger pieces, it were a little bit more chewing was required. Okay. Yeah, and I um, hate that. I hate when you got a chewy piece of meat. Yeah, uh, it's it's yeah, not as fun. Um, but yeah, next time uh, it definitely needed some mushrooms and potatoes to yeah. really make it a well-rounded, full-bodied kind of stew. Right. I haven't. Uh, I haven't wine. been cooking as much in in the kitchen and making up these. You know meals we haven't done mm. as much here in georgia as we did in virginia beach i feel like also, what a bummer what a bummer. i didn't measure anything nice so you, you i'm just proud of you in your gut i am I just, proud oh yeah of you and, and Wyatt. it turned out i think it turned out really good just uh, a little chilling the best way to make food. that day and so i needed some stew that, um john mark said it was cowboy food yeah, it, it was. It sort was of. it was a very basic stew, but it was a good stew. What have you guys been enjoying on YouTube stew. this week? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a creator called Stew? No. There has to be. There's yeah, there's gotta be. Have oh, you guys have been enjoying, been enjoying any new creators on YouTube? Uh who did I uh watch last? Um I've kind of been on a mushroom mushroom kick, so I've been watching lots of yeah, mushroom you've been content. Mushrooming it mm -hmm. up. 
I swear uh, this this habit is gonna kill you. You're what? gonna die My. because you got slightly into mushrooms and you're gonna consume the wrong nah. one. No, I'll be fine. Freaking, um, I do not trust whenever someone says, Karina got into mushrooms for a little bit. And I said, if you go down this road too long, you will die. <laughs> and she stopped. No. Uh, you, you're, you, you just, you're scared of something you don't understand. So that's why I'm doing all the research so I can understand <laughs> it. Okay. All right. Uh, it's like, oh man, if, if you, if you shoot guns too often. You're going to die eventually. No, it's not the same thing. Yeah, it is. No, it's not because yes, it is. if you point a gun and fire, you know what it, what what's happening is that thing's going to die. True. But hmm? you could think a mushroom. You you could think you're okay? perfectly safe and then in 2 hours you could be dead. <laughs> and uh, just completely unknowingly. Just not, it takes no. you by surprise. No, the a lot of the a lot of the mushrooms that are um poisonous that look like the the ones that that are that are mimics of the ones that are like edible those aren't like kill you mushrooms those are just like you'll you'll be sick definitely uh i haven't been watching too much interesting stuff on youtube okay i i feel like my content and this is you know making me an old man but all of the content i'm consuming lately is like building stuff nice okay what kind you of know, building what kind of building? I, I wouldn't i wouldn't say i've hit the hit the you know wood crafting like mm -hmm. um i'm just watching wood like joseph but it's definitely like <laughs> how do i build this cabin type thing and yeah me, like look at this outdoor cabin building process and i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna do this so you we gotta, gotta be careful a lot of those videos are fake a lot of them are fake what even fake? Gosh, they don't. They man, don't give you, you the, such a downer today. They don't give you. The I know how to process. build a cabin. Oh if my I want gosh! To build uh, something, don't eat. I would don't eat. Don't have fun with mushrooms. <laughs> you know, send better memes. Um, all those videos are fake. Man, you really no, need no, to. No, no, I'm, I'm watching like building a cabin. There's, there's this guy that actually this is really interesting. I, I I'm gonna put his <laughs> channel on our channel because he's just a solid dude. Oh, you're What's gonna promote him right now? <clears throat> yes. I didn't know we do that. Um, His channel is called Betting on Alaska. And what he did, he graduated high school. Went to Alaska. Put like, I, th I can't even remember, like $1,000 on some land in Alaska. Mm -hmm. And is building a cabin in Alaska and just trying to live live there. Okay. Oh, yeah. It, oh, yeah. He, he's He's doing a... That's sick. He's doing a just a nice little cabin. Yeah, mm. he kind of he. I feel like he, I don't know. Maybe it came up on my my feed because there's a lot of people like you know Oliver Anthony that's that's popping up in the the world today, and he's kind of he's got the same attitude where he just wanted to go to Alaska because he was just kind of tired, mm -hmm. so he wanted Oliver to Anthony create a cabin. Bright, uh, just shown really bright. It's not going to be around that for a while, right? Mm. I think Oliver Anthony is, has found his cult following, but it was like one one pop off thing, and and it really only popped off because he's able to sing from the soul. Not super unique. There's a lot of people that do that, but he Who's talked about something. He's the guy who sang <clears throat> uh, "Richmond North of Richmond." Okay, you know he's out in the way. You. To Wyatt, or are you asking to me? No, to Wyatt, yeah. Yeah, Wyatt, I, no, do you understand? I don't know. Yeah, oh, okay. no. He's the 
He's the singer guy with the big red beard that went on Joe Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He went and viral. Sang the song. Yeah, now I yeah. know. Yeah. About the government, basically. Yeah. And um, that that's why it, it popped off. It it spoke to what the, the harsh uh, feelings of what P- Americans are feeling right now, you know, mm-hmm. towards government, towards the economy, towards uh, all of these things that we have no control over, you know. Yeah. It spoke to it, and that's why it really popped off. Um, and like I said, he's able to sing from his heart, which is a good quality, and you're going to find a good audience from that, but it's not going to sustain you because there's a lot of people that do that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Uh, Oliver Anthony is uh, – in some ways, do you think that this big blow-up that's already sizzling out, do you think that mm. – I don't think it's sizzling out. But- it's sizzling out. The conversation he, around it. Well, Joe's Joe's on a negative thing today, so he, I'm not. A, I'm on a realistic thing. A he got offered a like I think it was seven million dollar tour with this company. They were going to pay for like flights and pay him seven million dollars to go tour around the United States and sing his songs. Yeah, he turned a month them down and a half because ago. he didn't. Well, he did. Yeah, he didn't want to become like backed by a big company, but he's still touring around right now. He just literally mm. bought a trailer and he's driving from like state to state touring. And yeah, he'll, tour. he'll find his audience. Um, <clears throat> it won't probably be as big as the initial thing, but he, he found recognition and yeah, he'll, he'll find his audience. 100%. Hey, that, um, that's what it needs to be. That's, that's mm-hmm. why I ask about YouTube is because YouTube is the, place to find an audience that's going to actually follow you that's actually going to to stick with you and the reason why i say this is because this week for some reason i started going back to gmm Mm -hmm. and i don't know why and i've been i've been observing my habits because i watch a gmm episode and i there's nothing i super love about it Mm mm-hmm there's nothing I hate about it. I just watch it, you know? Mm. And I'm I'm looking at these two guys, Rhett and Link, and I'm thinking, why why do I just go back to these two fellas, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm thinking it's because they found me as an audience member freaking yeah. back in 2011. They, yeah. they found me, you know? No, and, before 2011, way before that. Well, I I remember the first thing I watched was their first epic rap battle, mm-hmm. um, where Rhett's wearing the tur- the orange turtleneck or the red turtleneck with mm-hmm. the with the necklace, and I think that was published in 2011. I think I've looked it up. So, um, all, with that said, it's just kind of I've been thinking about building the audience. I've been thinking about uh, the loyalty of audience members. And and when I look at Rhett and Link's numbers, it is consistent. Anywhere mm. from eight hundred thousand views to a million point something every single day, right? And that is how they continue forward. They have truly found an audience that is just with them till the end, till mm-hmm. they decide they're done, you know? Yeah. And, um, and although I haven't for years been involved with GMM, I have for some reason stuck with ear biscuits Mm -hmm. and I don't know why I've been sampling GMM again. Maybe I'm curious as to, as to what it's, what it looks like these days, but 
I don't know. It's been uh, it's been an interesting week of of thinking about my viewing habits, hmm. thinking about about how people grow audiences, and thinking about how they evolve. Yeah, it does seem like maybe subtly, and you've probably been doing this for maybe a year or so now, but you like consumed from a mindset of what do I like in this moment? And now I feel like you're starting to have kids. So your mindset is on what are my kids going to enjoy? When, what did I enjoy when I, when I was a kid so that why, what kind of stuff is my kid going to enjoy? And what am I going to enjoy with my kids? Because I want to, I want to watch a movie with my kids. Well, yeah, I definitely have been thinking about what am I going to enjoy with my kids, but I'm also just talking about my viewing habits mm. as well and not even. Yeah, it's been all mushrooms for me. Um, <laughs> and dude, I, I found that I found out it's a process. Mushroom growing. Mushroom doobie. Mushroom. Dude, mushroom growing is a process and. I don't know that I want to put in the money to grow my own. I think I just. I think I'd just rather find them and just have fun find find, just have fun finding them. <laughs> so it's more like a hobby. Yeah, it's an exploration. I mean, I, I would at, at some point like to attempt to grow like one batch of mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is, I I think mushrooms could be fun, but but I I think growing things is is an interesting world, but you have to kind of be innately interested in any mm-hmm. kind of botany, I guess. Yeah. It, mushroom growing is botany, correct? I think so. Well, it, it, it is and it isn't because it's different than growing a, just like like Josh's avocado plant. Um, I do be growing the avocado. Because you have to, you have to create a um, – uh, th- there's several things you have to have like the, the base stuff, which is like wood chips that are soaked. And then you have to mm-hmm. have a, a culture that you put into a, uh, another substance that you mix in with the wood chips. And then you have to, there's just a lot, there's a lot involved in growing mushrooms. Uh, and people have streamlined it so that you can just buy, uh, you can buy a culture and, put it into the 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 vat that you need to put it in so in some ways growing mushrooms is is in a similar vein to maybe brewing of sorts yes yes yeah maybe Uh, i could get into mushroom growth i might i you know i might just try to buy like a pre-mixed bag and see if i can grow it do it i guess just be cautious on what you what you plop into your mouth Uh, Um, the the bags the bags are gonna be like the bags are going to be like, oh, this is blue oyster or lion's mane. Or and there's no yeah, way you can accidentally grow a different one, right? Don't be plopping. No, no, because the bags are sealed, so no other, uh, no other bacteria has got in there to spoil them. So when they start growing, they grow the mushroom that's in there. All right. The All mycelium right. that has uh, taken over that subculture is um, that mushroom. Right. What's our first topic? I'm just ah, oh, yeah. Uh, we I know that we did this recently. Was this wasn't last week or the week before? This the week before week. we we touched on the casting oh. for Mister Fantastic. Yeah. Um. So I there was this article that I saw. Um. Specifically, uh, 
Uh, scroll down. Yeah, from Matt Shackman talking oh, about no, the movie. Um, and you guys know he's working on uh, the Monarch Monarch show. Oh, okay. Well. I do think I did see that. Yeah. Apple TV um, Monarch. Is this the is this the quote? Yeah. Uh, so it looks like a quote. It is. This is the one. He he was talking in an interview. He said it's different in so many ways. Talking about Fantastic Four. I wish I could be specific. I wish I could say more. But we are doing things very differently from a story standpoint. Um, from an ap- approach to filmmaking, from a story standpoint to an approach to filmmaking standpoint, that really fits the material. Mm-hmm. I wish I could say more. Um, I would love to, but I can't, but I think it's going to be unlike anything you've seen before. And certainly unlike anything at Marvel that you've seen before. I right, so, heard like, that before. Freaking yeah, real so, gut reaction to this. I, I did heard well. that before. We okay. Have, Rachel Ziegler. Right. So Rachel's, uh, the, the, the part that, the part that kind of scares me a little bit is he's like, we're going to be changing the story a little. So that's fine if you if you're like we're changing the story as to how they get their powers. I don't care about how they get their powers. Sure. Right? Um, but if you're like we're changing the story to that they're all people from different universes who are uh, related in one way or another, and they all get thrown together. I don't. I don't know. Do we have to really mess with it that much? Um, and then he said, it's unlike anything we've ever seen. Yeah. So what? it's unlike okay. anything we've ever seen at Marvel. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, say it's going to be similar to everything. We've seen. <laughs> uh, and, and the other thing, the last people who changed up the fantastic four story, uh, that movie bombed. Yeah. You it know? really did. Now, when he says he can't say anything else, he really wishes he could. I'm gonna be honest. You better say more. You stuff. need to start saying something. You need well, to, he, you he says. He also says later. Just, I believe he says that uh, um, they're not released. They weren't re- saying anything, mostly because of the writer strike and stuff. So okay. they haven't put out anything. Uh, so hopefully, we'll be getting more information on this. Now, t- to be clear. Um, the Marvel's not putting out anything recently that I'm super interested in. Mm-mm. Um, I just thought his line that it's going to be unlike anything <laughs> we've ever seen was super intriguing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mm. I have you have you guys watched this recently? Like the first yeah, one? Yeah. No, not recently. Like the past year, I've watched it. it. It's fun. It's, it's yeah, it's a fun movie. It's, it's fun. Got, you know, you know, uh, Chris in it. Chris, yeah, Chris Evans, Chris Rock, yeah. Michael Chiklis, yeah. Jessica Alba. Yeah, um, Jessica hit Alba is so freaking pretty. Mm-hmm. What this is? This is every time I bring up this movie, <laughs> this is all I hear. <laughs> this is all hey, I, I told you. She was like perfect casting for that character, dude. Look at and they, all right, these poses are too much. They went too hard on her poses. Okay, you said you didn't want to objectify her this week, but you just <laughs> you're the one who started it. I'm sorry, I look at this photo, I see hands, it and looks then I see like Jessica Alba. It looks and I'm like, like this a is comic a distracting. Book. Why? It, it, it looks like a comic book. It's you know, and it was it was cool. Uh 
but I, I this was right I around when they, they were doing Spider Man though. So like yes. I enjoy it because this is that her era hand is of, on like, fire. Mm-hmm. You know, we had Tobey Maguire, we had Jessica Alba being her, and then we also had Tobey Maguire being like. Mm. Yeah, mm, well, I think yeah. this was a maybe a little bit before the third Spider Man. Yes, yeah. kind of uh, around the same time. What was those early no, days Marvel that the that branches off that, that nothing was in universe? So we had Spider Man, we had Spider Man was Sony. This was we Sony, had I think. Too. Ghost so Rider, Fox. Ghost yeah. Rider, and then uh, the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. What else was coming out that was um, not technically a part of in universe? We're just doing one off superhero stories from marvel we had like daredevil and and yeah daredevil and as well daredevil blade well, blade was a little bit earlier but yeah but it was, was in the 90s wait though that seemed look 90s. when they first did the the first up to the first uh avengers movie mm-hmm. i felt like they were hitting gold and in some ways financially they they were hitting gold for nearly a decade but mm-hmm. um but I just feel like it fell apart, and now I'm looking back at these movies and saying, "Well, these are actually better. Uh, it's these are actually smarter. really fun. Yeah, it's more mm-hmm. smart to just do really good one-offs where it's not mm-hmm. in universe with each other, where you don't have to build on something. Yeah. Um, and also, John Favreau was those early days Marvel who was really piecing things together well until they just got a whole bunch of other people involved and it fell apart. And you know what? It, the the other the Marvel movies before uh, Endgame where they were kind of their own um movies mm-hmm. right where they weren't they they weren't really involving other marvel characters and and there it was a meme where people were like well where's iron man and hulk when thor is in london fighting the dark elves mm-hmm. you know where's the <laughs> avengers but after endgame they started mixing and crossing over characters a lot yeah yeah um Instead of them having their own individual stories, right? It almost felt comic booky. It almost felt, felt like right. Here's Iron Man doing an Iron Man story. Well, yeah, here's it got Captain America. Over. Yeah, doing no, a Captain look. America story, and then you know, and then towards Endgame, they started crossing over stuff because that was the big, you know, the it big started final with Civil battle. War. It started with Civil yeah, War, right? but they were Civil War was so close to um end game that we needed to they they needed to start setting up stuff to be with each other yeah Um, to be with each other but then after that look after end game it just became like we're gonna call this dr strange but it's really about freaking wanda Mm -hmm. or we're gonna call this i don't know ant-man but it's really about kang or whatever the crap yeah and so you know I feel like I feel like when they were when it was Avengers and they were together, it was, you know, it was cool. But then in their own movies, they had their it it was like their own little individual comic books uh, stories. Imagine if they did a if they were if they did a Iron Man movie today Mm. and they (laughs) they called it Iron Man. They had Robert Downing Jr. in there, but then they do. They did what they're doing now where they demasculate the, the mm. legacy characters and make it about a woman character. Like maybe, I don't know, taking Robert Downing Jr.'s Iron Man, putting him in the movie, but making him unimportant and making it about the the girl who's like Miss Marvel. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it would be um, it would be the girl from the second Black Panther movie who built right. her an Iron Man suit. Right. Yeah, mm. it would be it would be about her, but it's yeah. in an Iron Man movie with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, it's called Iron Man, but 
it's, it's real, but snow. she's Iron Man. It's like it's like that's the what Mandalor- they would do today. It's like the Mandalorian, but it's not about our Mandalorian. It's about Bo Katan. Thank goodness that they. Thank goodness, Robert Downey Jr. I don't know if it was all his decision, but he put his foot down and said, "I'm not doing any more mm-hmm. Iron Man." So they had to write his character's death. Thank mm-hmm. goodness that he's not still in the franchise in this abomination period you know yeah because thor is and they've they've ruined thor right yeah they've ruined yeah um so uh, i I, my i guess my question really is do you guys really think that this is going to be anything new or interesting coming out of coming from matt shackman Something that we haven't seen before. I doubt that it – I'm with you. I don't think we we have seen it before. And honestly, we don't care if we've seen it before. We just want it to be the stuff that's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Um, I – so I don't it's know. It's probably I, not going to be great, but I will accept it on one condition mm-hmm. that they somehow tie Miles Teller in there because, you know, he's one of our greatest actors of all time. And I'm an apologist for him. You're an apologist for uh, this. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I would like to remind you guys just uh, real quickly. Matt Shackman uh, directed. He's directed episode like he directed nine episodes of WandaVision. Okay. Um, okay. He's directed like good. individual episodes of a ton of different shows like Game of Thrones, uh, The Boys. Uh, always sunny in philadelphia just a lot of stuff like that is the episodes um, he directed of wandavision good. is it the early stuff like the first all nine. episodes it's all nine. all nine yeah i didn't like the last couple episodes but um so and then he was you if you guys remember we talked about this a while back he was working on star trek four mm-hmm. uh, and ah. he left that he left that project to do fantastic four okay so I, I don't know. Honest, I haven't seen um. I've never seen him do a movie. <laughs> really, I've never seen him do a movie. He could do it. I just will. Has he I done any movies on his IMDb? Think, no, no. He's never done all, a movie. All shows. Uh, he's all, his only directing credits are shows, hmm. episodes. One episode here, one episode there. He's so. going to be thinking like a like he's doing a series. So Which why would you give him fantastic? No why would you intended. give him Star Trek? I could see giving him. Uh, we need to give it fantastic back to JJ. Four. Give it back to JJ. No, I mean it. I mean at least JJ was trying. JJ was doing some some stuff with it. I'm gonna go out to the. I'm gonna go up to Atlanta and just you know hold up signs. Give Star Trek back to JJ. Okay, and let's let's ask you this. Look, let's be honest. Star Trek, JJ's Star Trek was extremely questy as everything JJ does. Yeah. 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 Uh, and he made was... Star Wars questy. Star Wars is not supposed to be questy. True. Star yeah. Wars is not supposed to have quests. It's not supposed to feel like it, like a, like a, I don't know, National Treasure 3, which is mm-hmm. what no, the final I, Star I Wars I agree was. with what you're saying. I also just, I don't know though. He... What I, J, J. I like Abrams not probably as skilled of a storyteller. JJ Abrams does. I like mm. most of his stuff. I don't like everything. 
I like most of his stuff to where I'll accept him doing another Star Trek. J.J. Abrams knows how to knows how to capitalize on nostalgia but if you screw the story up in the process then it just is left for naught you know abrams isn't a bad director but i don't think he's a good director either i think he's That's the stupidest statement i've ever heard yeah you think jj abrams is as good you as christopher nolan you think he's, he's as good bad, as christopher he, nolan he's, yeah he's not bad he's absolutely middle road middle of the road he's not like amazing no he's not middle of the road he's i'm not Here's I'm the not line. Praising any of his. Here's the line. Films, Here's JJ, and then like Christopher Nolan, Steven Spielberg nah, are up here. No, I I, I think road, the I think the middle JJ. of the road line is defined by JJ Abrams. No, no, no. He's, it's he's just slightly above average across the board. He's mm. definitely not above average. No, well, not I know above he's average. short, and he's not above average with his height. It's well known that Abrams is kind of short but look i mean as i said this is this is i believe the the correct take jj abrams knows how to knows how to capitalize on nostalgic moments mm -hmm. so when you see the millennium falcon flying through the air yeah. it feels cool but the characters that are flying the falcon suck the story mm -hmm. for the characters suck. When there's a and, star, you know, when there's I'm not a, gonna, I, 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 I'm not gonna put that entirely on Abrams because we've seen the trend of how they just are writing terrible characters in, uh, in the Star Wars movies. Whereas if you go to the first Star Trek movie, all the characters are awesome. They're all fun. They're all interesting, um, and it's a it's a fun it's just a fun movie to watch and it's very enjoyable whereas the characters in star wars feel consistent across the board of just being uh written terribly so i don't know that that's abram's fault hmm. uh, i think that's the uh disney star wars writers you think mm -hmm. um yeah and he was just like yeah let's go with that <laughs> Yeah, that seems like a good story. That seems like a great story. Now, he did do Super 8 alongside Purdue. Yeah. Like he directed yes. Super 8, but he, it was yes. produced by Steven Spielberg, right? Yeah. Um, and I it, believe it, that's correct. And, no, and the yeah, writing, again, right. the writing for the characters is, you know, good. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like he knows how to make a movie. It's just you got to get that good writing. He definitely doesn't know how to write characters. I really don't and, think and like I don't I said, think he knows how to know do that, anything. I don't know that he's I don't know that he wrote those characters. Probably not. I honestly don't think he knows how to do a story outside of questy stuff. And the same with the same with Dave Filoni. Everything he's done is questy. Questy. And, and I just how when did Star Wars become quests? It was never quests. I think it became um I think I think the stuff that we're seeing is the way that it is because uh, the guys who and and ladies who are directing it will roll over to whatever uh, the the executive people say. That's well, the that's the trend maybe. I'm seeing is with Abrams with Filoni. You know, we might see it with Matt Shackman as all of these directors are just like, all right, Marvel, you want all of whatever you want in your movie mm -hmm. or, you know, Star Wars, you want whatever you want. Um, 
we'll film it and direct it and you guys put in whatever else maybe okay i i kind of i don't know if we need to move on because it just feels like we're just going at this point but (laughs) um i think maybe we should look at it and say with the strikes that just happened Mm -hmm. maybe that's going to put some kind of thing in the back of these executives mind of saying the people who are working on this stuff aren't going to roll over anymore for bad Mm. writing for bad this for bad that so maybe we should just let them do and create good stuff and maybe that will change the culture of what we see in movies and entertainment that's coming out maybe it won't but that's just what i i think may i I hope it puts the pressure on yeah yeah to to write good stuff because if you go through this whole strike about the ai stuff and you're not working and the the, there's you're not making enough money there's too many you're working on too much stuff and not getting you know any time or money then then the writer strike happens you get you kind of get what you want uh hopefully that puts the pressure on them to be like all right well now you have to write good stuff yeah it won't freaking Hollywood has to collapse before it gets better. And the strike didn't make it collapse, or at least it's not yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe the big delay will be the collapse. But as of right now, they're releasing stuff and they're making money in theaters mm-hmm. and Greta Gerwig is working for Netflix on Narnia. So until, I don't know, maybe we, start, maybe we should start studying empires that have fallen, like fallen emperor empires. Like the Roman Empire? Yeah. <laughs> I think about that pretty often, actually. <laughs> Relatively. Uh, um, I think we concluded that if you're a Christian and you think about the time Jesus lived in, that was all Roman yeah, Empire. We so think about Rome. We think, think about it, Jesus. There's, the Roman Empire is on our minds more than most people. If you're a Christian it, and you're thinking about Jesus and 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 his life, then you think about the Roman our, Empire. Our symbol is a Roman torture device. It's a Roman execution device. When you say our symbol, our, the Christians. Oh, oh the the cross. cross. The cross oh, yeah. is a right, Roman. Right, right. Is a Roman torture and execution device. That's it true. Is, you wear it's a cross like if necklace? it's like if all if 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 he had been executed by like a guillotine, we'd all be wearing like guillotine necklaces and yeah, guillotine right. on the Bible. Well, or if he got if he in hanging, yeah, it would be a it, a it would noose. be a rope, mm-hmm. a little noose rope. Well, while you're thinking about someone uh, getting uh, put on a cross, I guess we mm. can thank the patrons. We right. can, we can do that. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Close to Godliness. Is that well, what you're trying to refer to? No, he no. wasn't, you know, he, okay. there, was, just there wasn't to anything transition to it. <laughs> All right. No, thanks, Karina, for being a Patreon supporter. Um, you get the podcast. Actually, yes, we have the podcast on there a week early. We have yes. exclusive content. We have Joshua interrupts himself to say, actually, actually. Well, I was going to say going. she doesn't specifically get the Patreon, <laughs> the podcast early because it, mm. she's not offered with that tier, but I mean, I'm I'm downplaying the pot, the patient. Look, don't point. don't explain the situation. I, that's what I was thinking. You get the podcast head. early. You that's get why an exclusive he kept going. episode. <laughs> that's why you went. Actually, it's no, super wait. cool. Karina gets a <laughs> shout out. Keep going and her mm-hmm. name in the credits. Yeah, right. yeah. And you can too by going to the link in the description and selecting the tier on Patreon that best fits your content needs. Also, this is how you support us. This is how <laughs> we is. continue doing what we do. 
it's not just for the perks. It's because you're saying, I want to keep seeing them create content because I tune in. I like it. I have fun. We have a voice that is yes. for you. Like we yeah. give voice to how you feel in the entertainment world. So that's why you support us. And that's why yeah. you should. Links in the description. Thank you for joining. <laughs> um, I, I definitely butchered that. <laughs> well, you interrupted yourself to say. I interrupted, Wait. but I continued. And then you had to circle back to it. Mm. Well, you, you started getting into like what tier Karina has. And you started yeah, saying, yeah. does she, does she get the. <laughs> I You're trying positive. to be specific. She didn't get but Karina's made her choice in what tier she wants. Mm. She look, you don't have to you don't have to explain. <laughs> uh I I so I didn't I don't really have a transition here for That's the next fine. thing or any it, do you guys have anything that you want to mention before we get yeah. into the next topic? So, what what's that side, Joshua? What what's the freaking side? Well, no, I was, I was about to, to, was to, about to say, have you for guys, you to start no. talking about like some negative something. No, no, it's not no, negative. No, I was gonna say it wasn't gonna side by Joshua. I was gonna bring up a, a different topic, but go for it. Go for it. Do it at the same time. Oh, just simultaneously. Like one situation. Yeah, just both of you guys just start <laughs> talking about freaking. <laughs> let me say this: I've there is something that is really happy. When you get back into the old, um, not even old, just a decade old cop shows. And oh, I'm not okay. talking about, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about NCIS, the first one with Gibbs yeah. okay. and Ziva. Yeah. I, I'm okay. talking about well, no, Psych, Ziva obviously. Well, no, the first one, if you mm -hmm. want to be specific. She wasn't, it was Shut Kate. Up. I'm not but. talking about the spinoffs. <laughs> I'm not talking no, about Kate that. Kate was in the original. It was oh Kate and then it gosh. was Ziva. I but, we understand. I'm not talking. I'm I'm talking about NCIS. I'm not talking about NCIS Los Angeles or no, NCIS Alaska or whatever the Ziva. crap they did. We In know. the original we show. Know. We <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the early seasons. I'm well, talking about the first season, but I'm you know the guy who played Ducky just passed away. Yeah, That's sad. yeah. Um, no, you're right. the The early cop shows, um, you know, Law and Order. Yeah, uh, freaking the people. mentalist. I'm on the mentalist, mentalist kick yeah. right now, okay. and I can't get enough. Yeah. I know I've seen the mentalist through twice, mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I'm on it a third time. Yeah, and I can't get enough. Shows. I'm, I'm just shows. watching. They they would it's take a, a concept. Time. They would take a concept and be like, "This could be a a, a, a cop thing," mm -hmm. uh, which was and fun. fun. Or it's on the fun. mentalist, they could just be like, "All the cops are gonna every single episode." It's we think it's this person. It's obviously this person. And then Jane creates a fake scenario. <laughs> yeah. Where he mm -hmm. reveals who the actual person is. And he had his suspicions his whole time. And he's like, I'm going <laughs> to. They're like, do you want to go? We need to go question the person who probably did this murder. And he's like, or <laughs> we could you could come with me and we can catch the real killer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love it. It's so much. And it's every single episode this happens. I'm not surprised. Whenever it happens, and I love every time it does happen. Mm -hmm. Why is it? What about those old cop shows just got us to tune in? And the writing at times is very cheesy because they were fun. Yeah, that's that's why because they were fun. They could be cheesy at times. They, I don't know. Even if, even if the mystery was not really a mystery, and you could mm -hmm. kind of figure it out, it was about the interactions between the characters. Yeah. Um, like you know, if if Psych. you psych psych is an example, 
we kind of we knew it. the formula. The mm-hmm. formula was somebody died. They investigate some people. Their first, the first guy that they think it is ends up dying, mm-hmm. uh, and then we wrap back around to the actual killer. Right, yeah, and we talk about Pluto a little bit and make it, some. But it was it Sean was, White and Gus Black. Yeah, it goes. was the interactions between Sean, Gus, Lassiter, Jules, uh, the dad, um, the chief. It it was all of their interactions with each other, and then with, um, like regular people, right? You know, because they inside their group, and, and a lot of shows do this. It was inside their group; they're all kind of a little wacky with each other. Yes, and then when you interact with people outside of your group, they're like they're the straight man in the situation. Yeah, uh, it, no, it, it, in a comedy bit, in a comedy bit. Your main player, you've got somebody who's playing the wacky character and somebody who's playing the straight man. Uh-huh. And the straight man is just like a normal person. And <sighs> it's funny It's <laughs> funny to throw comedy off of a normal person. Yes. Okay. I think, I, I think what you just said almost describes the format that mm-hmm. keeps us hooked. It's the – okay. So imagine this. Let's, <laughs> let's use Psych as the example. Or mm. let's use let's use the mentalist as the example because we kind of already used psych as this example. Yeah. So you got the group of cops who all mm-hmm. know Jane is the wild card, mm-hmm. and then they enter a situation with normal people. They enter a situation with people that don't know that Jane is a wild card, or he's wacky, or he's going to come to the conclusion in a way that's you know unorthodox, and no one expects it. Yeah. Or they don't know his skills. And the thing is, as an audience member, we're in the group. We're in that bubble, and we get to see the reactions of mm-hmm. outside people experiencing the group bubble mm-hmm. every single episode. They, yeah. You get new people, and we're all like, how are they going to react? How is he going to freaking – are they going to they gonna stumble, and Jane's going to catch him because he's too smart for him? They don't expect and they, and they did it. They did it with Bones, and they mm-hmm. did it with um, – Psych, obviously. Uh, liar. What was it? Liar? Did you guys see that one that show with no. Tim Roth? Uh, he yes, can, yeah, that, he can he it. can tell when somebody's lying. Right, yeah, right. He did. Um, yeah. They, yeah, it was he did it, and then there and was NCIS. Uh, you didn't like the wild cards were obviously uh, Ziva, big one, and then Gibbs was the real big one because you mm-hmm. didn't expect Gibbs' loyalty and scrappiness, mm-hmm. and you didn't expect that Ziva's a freaking ninja. You know what I mean? And then like Denozo being like the movie guy, just, just clowning. In- just throwing right. in, you know, the references, pop culture references that make you laugh. And it's like, I get that reference. Did you guys ever watch, uh, there was only one season, but uh, The Finder? I don't think I've heard of that. No. It was kind of like, it was kind of like Psych, where he just had this ability to find anything. It was mm, like, okay. he could he could find, there was, there was some way his mind worked where he could find anything or anyone. And right. so he was like a consultant for the police. And I think, I think his girlfriend was a police officer, but it had, um, Michael Clark Duncan. Okay. Okay. Uh, was it like his best friend? And it was, it was awesome. It was in like the Florida Everglades. Okay. And, that's cool. uh, it was a great, it was a really fun show. It was very much like psych. And then, um, and then obviously Michael Clark Duncan passed away. Um, and I think that's why they probably partially why they didn't continue the show. Right. Um, they just couldn't get it back going again. Um, yeah. but yeah, it was, it was another one of those fun 
and, and cop shows. It brings people back, even if it's a repeated format, because mm-hmm. like I said, you're in you're in the circle. Like yeah. you got yeah. the knowledge. You know the characters. You know how they're gonna approach situations, and you get to experience these characters that are outside of the bubble every single episode. <laughs> interact with this group that you've come to know and so well I, the more i think about it the more and more of these shows i keep yeah. thinking of I, I there's was just so many shows there's like results criminal, criminal minds criminal minds no one Numbers. expected that the dude who's going to solve everything is also a psychopath you yeah know what I mean? there's so many of these mm-hmm. uh of these of these cop shows where uh uh it's it's a similar for there's so many i i keep thinking of more and more yeah, but all that to say is, look, if you if you have been struggling to find enjoyment mm-hmm. out of your show or series entertainment, if you're if you're finding yourselves watching stuff that's really well done but kind of depressing, like Sopranos or Breaking Bad, and you're like, I'm, I just need something that's going to make me feel okay and give me enjoyment at the end of a hard day. Freaking find your cop show. Go back and rewatch. Watch NCIS. For me, it's it's Psych, NCIS, or The Mentalist. If it, I need uh, something happy, I'm going to go through to one of those three. Um, just really quick. Uh, <laughs> if you guys, there's Murdoch Mysteries, The Wire, Psych, <laughs> Dexter, Mentalist, Dexter's Rookies, crazy, Reno Nine One One, Bones, yeah. Burn Notice, Criminal Minds, CSI, NCIS, The Shield, Spiral. Lie to me, mm. uh, traffic cops, monk, monk. Um, that's a good yeah. one too. Yeah, castle, uh, castle's uh, okay. Bones, numbers, uh, CSI, Miami, uh, dark Yuck. blue. I didn't like any of the CSI cold case, NCIS spin life. Um, th- and and guys, this is just cop shows. Yeah, yeah. there's also lawyer shows. Yeah, Ooh, that's um, that's a whole other thing though. Oh, what what was the? But um, it's a similar um, format. It's the group and everyone, and you white get collar. To know the group. White collar is a really good one. Yeah. Um, just so look, many shows. All that I'm just trying to say, I'm experiencing. If you need just the guilty pleasure or the things that just makes you happy to view, and like you can you can check your phone and not feel like you're missing anything. You know what I mean? If you just yeah. need the good stuff, if you just need that back in your life. And you're watching a show that doesn't depress you or is too deep and you're like just it, it drains you to watch, go to your go to your cop shows. You know, it was it's funny. Fun. We would we would go to my grandmother's and she would always have like NCIS on mm-hmm. and it was just playing. And we would we would talk and hang out and do whatever with NCIS playing in the background. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we would all just start paying attention to NCIS. Exactly. Because something There's cool. So happened. many seasons cool is going on. NCIS. Yeah. Or Denozo tells a really there's a really funny moment between mm-hmm. Denozo and you know uh, what's the other character's name? Gibbs. Yeah, no, you're talking character. about the other detective uh, guy, Proby. Um, Rookie. <laughs> no. Yeah, Proby. Make something. Yeah, McGee. McGee. Um, yeah, just some fun happens between them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good stuff. That's nice. all I had. What What's the next topic, bro? Um. So you're you're gonna see sort of a theme in this uh, oh, podcast. It's it kind of um, directors talking about stuff. Okay, oh, those directors. So this next one, a uh, little bit of Napoleon action. Um, All right. The I saw another article where the director Ridley Scott is talking about Napoleon, and 
they asked him of the like 66 battles right what's what's going to be in the movie and if you scroll down i think it gives a list um well here's a quote right uh well yeah he does talk about this so um real quick before we get to the battles yeah this says every scene is geometry by having 11 to 14 cameras nice we shot napoleon in 62 days wow that's two months I'm doing Gladiator 2 now in 54 days because <gasps> I'm not doing I'm not doing 50 takes with one camera on one shot and then turning it around. This normal fight scene uh could take anything up to a month. I'll take 6 days. So the savings are colossal. So what he's saying is they are doing as many long Shots. takes of one scene as possible so some, they're getting multiple that cameras spielberg oneers <laughs> no, well no, no, he's got not, many cameras they're not doing oneers yeah. they're doing one take mm-hmm. well that the actors are treating them almost as oneers because they're yes. going through the whole thing they're doing the entire thing wow. in one in one take for the actors with multiple cameras so we will get multiple angles 11 to 14 in fact dude 62 days that's, um, a, that's barely that's a little over two months and from and from what i'm hearing about these uh these these fight scenes Incredible. okay so here here's where it says which ones he's doing so go back up right there okay. so it says he's doing the battles at uh talon uh, uh marengo uh austerlitz jenna austed austed friedland uh, Borodino, Leipzig, Waterloo, mm-hmm. and Trafalgar. So Trafalgar is a water battle. That's ships. Yeah. Three, um, with five, with, six, seven, yeah, eight, with, nine with, um, battles. Wow. Nelson, the uh, Colonel Nelson. No. Have they? Admiral, Admiral Nelson. Wow. Have they released the runtime of this movie yet? Or maybe they're uh, not finished. It's going to be like three hours, but Ridley Scott will be releasing a four-hour director's cut yes that's what i like to hear (laughs) now i just i just watched i just last night watched his uh three and a half hour director's cut of Mm -hmm. kingdom of heaven so yeah uh dude these these are big battles waterloo is a huge huge battle um i love that they're doing something that he's he is He's basically saying, and this is like an old style way of filmmaking, right? Mm -hmm. Because the modern day of filmmaking is just put it on a green screen or let's just do 50 takes until we get it right. Let's just do reshoots. Freaking, that's so tired. These great directors, these great old time directors are like filming on film that they don't have money for, but they're using it because they are scrappy, broke artists, right? Yeah. And they're like, they're they're like, look, I'm putting all of my faith into this actor. I want you to give me everything. I want you to give me exactly what you believe this character's feeling. And they're expecting talented actors like freaking Joaquin Phoenix to deliver what they believe to be the right yeah. thing. And they're gonna trust them because they're and, not and afraid. They're bold. He was doing this, he was doing this with uh Kingdom of Heaven too. I mean, Orlando Bloom gives an incredible performance. Mm. Uh, Jeremy Irons in that movie, uh, in, just fantastic. 
all right. throughout. Um, Freaking, and I there's feel like tons and tons of great performances. I feel like, I mean, who's yeah, Greg Frazier. Greg Frazier's making moves that are that are new and dangerous, but he's not mm. that old. But when you look at directors, who are the ones that are really taking big swings and creating stuff that are that's just captivating the audiences? You know what I mean? Who's today? the ones that are today? You know, mm. it's all the like, old directors. I mean, well, I don't who know are the new Baz directors Lurman that are really that standing out? Yeah, Baz, Baz Luhrmann's doing. Yeah, he's doing his thing. And I think eventually, as time goes on, he'll start doing more of these taking big risks and doing big movies. Yeah. Um, but it's intriguing that they're going to be doing like, what do you say, six battles of yeah. the 66? The no, biggest, nine. Nine. That list they're is like nine the battles. Most, the most important battles. I know they're also going into uh, Moscow, going into Russia. Mm. Um which, you know, is the reason Napoleon was defeated. Spoilers. <laughs> um, there, and then there's also the political intrigue with his wife is a big yes. part of this as well. Man, this is going to be – this this is going to be a hard movie to beat. Mm -hmm. And you know what's going to happen? They're not going to be able to get best film at the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be, I don't think so. I mean, unless they got like a really diverse crew behind the scenes. Yeah. There's not, they're not going to be able to get best picture at the Oscars mm. because they're and, not going to. Man, I just, this, this big, these kind of big historical uh, movies um, are super interesting to me i love if we're going with a historical movie give me like give me that four hour director's cut please yes uh yes i'm telling you um i i do think josh you need to sit down and watch it that kingdom of heaven that i do i just last night was oh not my man thing. it that the music the fight scenes the interactions mm. everything is and i expect it from this um Wait, why are you challenging me to watch it, Joseph? Go watch. Oh yeah, it. Joe. Yeah, absolutely. I'll go probably watch, watch it. it. Uh, you don't watch. have you don't have to watch the director's cut, but it is the definitive version. Um, right. They cut way. They cut a lot of really important stuff out of the original. Um, I feel like if if there's a solid director's cut, I only watch that. Yeah. Right. Uh, or if there's like um like Megan had a unrated version. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why are you going to watch the rated version? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you going to do that when they, when they've, the directors released a version that says, this is more of what I want it to be. Why yeah. would you do that? You know? Yeah. I, I, I am. And that's actually a uh, part of what we're going to be talking about in the, in the next section. Okay. okay. Um, is this a game segment? You didn't you no, say it was something. The, like there is one, there is a game segment at the end. Oh, so um, you, you got us four segments this podcast. Yeah. So you, you were uh, stepping up your game. Dang. Look um, at these sets, yeah. bro. I'm My also yeah. so the sets, the the battle scenes, the performances. This movie is gearing up to be an incredible historic epic. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and it's so man. weird. We just it was uh, I know me and Joshua disagree, but this was just in the background. No one was talking about it until very recently. And um Really quick, I am going to do an IMDb for Ridley Scott just so that we can look at some of his 
more recent movies. Right. Um, I think because he's he's had a lot that are hit or miss. Okay. Um, and where where is his director credits? Uh oh gosh he's he's doing he's up for a ton of stuff directing. Good. Um, the last duel I think was a little bit long for people. Um, but it was well made. The uh, alien the alien movies have been disappointing. His last really good one i think was the martian okay. um yeah okay. the martian yeah. was incredible he did exodus gods and kings and i didn't care for that one at yeah. all uh now hold on the battles and the concepts were awesome like the visual concepts of that movie really um and, and the battles obviously of of that time period and really capturing the look of that time period right mm-hmm. on the money. It was really good. The problem with the movie is just that they um, really become blasphemous with how, what, what the Bible describes of the account. Like that yeah. movie made the physical representation of God communicating with Moses as a little child. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That just followed him around. That's kind of blasphemous because that's not in scripture at all no and it's not even a very clever um or respectful artistic approach to this yeah to the, i to mean the, pr- the prince fact, of egypt you know? prince of egypt did it better they did it better they mm-hmm. they actually told the story mm-hmm. um that the bible describes with adding stuff to the characters that doesn't contradict scripture which is like what we mm-hmm. we say about the chosen you add stuff to the story it doesn't contradict scripture which exodus just contradicts it and it's not um so yeah i would say the i would say the martian is his last really good one yeah, um, the martian people, people so weren't good. on top of the last duel as much no but the the martian was really solid and then everything i've seen from his like alien hold on did he leave produce house of gucci <laughs> i don't know i didn't watch house of gucci <laughs> it's a trash movie <laughs> it's a trash movie house of gucci is joseph's just um, like the house of gucci <laughs> look uh i didn't mind one of the alien movies i didn't mind but mm-hmm. i know it's not as good as the first one he he directed House of Gucci. Big flop. Dang. Big flop for uh, Ridley Scott there. What was House of Gucci? A dumb movie with Lady Gaga and Adam Driver and and uh-huh. and Jared Leto and just you know. oh okay. Um, um yeah. yeah, that's that's about it. I'm I'm super excited for Napoleon. Napoleon. I really am. Uh, it's been it's been a minute since we've had a nice big historic epic yeah. um i really love yeah. movies like master and commander master um, and commander is good yeah like dances with wolves and these i like these long historic movies man um and yeah give me like i love gladiator i i'm a little hesitant with a second gladiator movie yeah we'll see. yeah guess do you we'll think see. it's gonna kind of be like the second 300 movie where it's completely different characters. That's, I'm, I'm hoping not. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm okay with it being different characters and referencing the older characters, but I'm worried that it's just going to be kind of like that and it's going to fall flat. I'm, right. I'm worried. Uh, Scott has a history of taking the older 
concepts like alien mm-hmm. um and putting his spin on it so yeah. prometheus nobody liked and alien covenant nobody liked uh they don't like the ridley spin <laughs> no and so <laughs> original yeah and that's why like with blade runner 2047 uh people liked it because it wasn't because i don't think ridley scott he didn't direct it it was uh denny Villeneuve. yeah denny Villeneuve um, did it so yeah, I don't know. Anytime he takes he takes some of his old stuff and works on it again, it's not as good. Right. Um, it's going to be fun, but let, let's roll into the last segment because yeah. I've, been, I've been anticipating what is And then this? we've got a little game. Oh, we got a game and a new, another segment. Yes. Fun, yeah. fun, fun, fun. Uh, so like I said, this episode is kind of about directors. Cool. Um, <laughs> this next one You're going is, to Steven, right? Oh. No, it's Zack Schneider. Nice. Uh, so Not this me. one specifically I wanted to talk about because uh, I want to get you guys' opinion on – we're getting two movies. There's a part one and part two. They and they're months that, apart. They announced that up front, yep. which is what you need to do with your part one, part two movies. Yes. Announce okay. it up front. We know that this is like a scissors – not scissor seven. I'm sorry. Seven samurai type of movie, right? Yeah. Uh, or, or the Magnificent Seven for those who, of you who haven't seen the original movie. Okay. Uh, of these characters come together to kind of guard, protect a a planet or a town or something from an empire. It's a planet. It's yeah. A planet that the empire is coming to take over to and take and over slaverize and, or whatever that word is. So, uh, we're getting a part one and a part two. Yep. Um, but it is Zack Schneider, so we are also getting a. These are going to be PG thirteen. We're also going to get a rated R director's cut version. All right, okay. so both of these movies. So they are releasing four movies. They're releasing essentially a PG thirteen theatrical cut. Yeah. Even though this cut. is not going to be in the theaters, yeah. it's going to be on Netflix no, for part one and part two. Um, everyone's not going to watch those, and we're going to watch the Snyder cut. Essentially, yeah, and, and for and both of these parts, are they, here's they the, coming out here's at the, the same time, or are they coming out after? No, no, no. I, they're get, the rated R version is going to come out afterwards. Um, okay, I don't know if after after both of them are released, uh, but essentially, I I don't think so. I think it's going to be you're going to get the first movie, and then you're going to get the rated R cut. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and so it, it essentially means we're getting four movies, right? Uh, oh. Now, knowing – since we've announced it up front, we've announced two movies, and then we've also announced rated R director's cut. Um, not like the Superman movies, not like the uh, um, Justice League where it was like, right. let's do a, a, a director's cut after the fact. Okay. They're announcing up front that we are planning this. What do you guys mm-hmm. think of that? Uh, a lot of – a lot of these directors are are planning for their director's cut before the movie even comes out. I'm I fine think, with it. I I, I I don't. I think people are realizing, and I don't know when it started. If it started with like Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. but I think people are realizing now that the diehard fans are going to watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that director's cut, that extended version. 
the do- the hardcore fans. And that's what they're like, we're going to do the studio thing. They can do what they want. But then with our cut, we're going to do what we want. And yeah. we're going to get a little bit more leeway Whoa. to throw something in there. And the they- diehard fans are are really into that. This is my my this is not as much a studio thing because this is not being run for theaters this is being run on netflix so Mm -hmm. what i think is they don't have to do a a theatrical cut they don't have to i think what they're trying to do here is they're saying look the extended director's cut's gonna have the staying power for the 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 nerd culture the audience that loves it but you want that initial popularity pop yeah. At the beginning, like we saw with Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, yeah. with those PG-13 movies that the f- whole family watches, you know. And essentially by releasing one movie and then a uh, director's cut, they are adding more watch time to these movies f- for oh, more yeah. people. So yeah. you're getting you're getting that initial wave of people. And even if, it's, huge even if wave. it's not as strong as you want it to be. When that director's cut comes out, I think you're going to get another big wave because people who hadn't heard of it are going to hear about it. Right, right. Um, so they're keeping eyes on the show, p- keeping people on Netflix uh, and making as much money as possible. And then they're doing it again a couple months later. I kind of wonder if Zack Schneider is trying to just – it's it's almost like with the moves that he's made, it it's almost seems like he's playing chess at times, mm-hmm. you know, with the industry. <laughs> yeah. Now well, I know they, there's the they whole kind of they kind of screwed him over pretty hard last time. Yeah. Yeah. But between between um, what D- DC has done with him, mm-hmm. and then what Disney did with him with Star Wars, um, and also that amidst all that he did have a really terrible family tra- mm-hmm. tragedy, but yeah. he's had these huge successes like 300 in his past. He mm-hmm. plays chess. He releases the Snyder cut for the justice league. It's not a great movie, but it's better than the one they did release. Mm-hmm. And then you see him dropping this epic, basically star Wars inspired film or two, two parts uh, movie series on Netflix, which is not a theatrical company. Mm-hmm. He's just, yeah, he's playing chess with the industry and he's almost creating himself. He's almost making himself a legend, whether his movies are incredible or not. Like Zach, yeah. uh, Chris Nolan is a legend because he makes incredible films. Mm-hmm. Zach Schneider is kind of a legend because. The hype around what he's around, doing, yeah. <laughs> not necessarily like his movies are the best movies we've ever seen. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And it's a very interesting take. And yeah, I think with this two part back to back months apart, not years apart. Yeah. But months apart. And then the extended versions without mm-hmm. any theatrical release rules, they're just doing it to do it. I think it's interesting and it's almost adding to the lore of Zack Schneider. I think, uh, I think it'll be good as long as he doesn't make it zoomed in. I think that's dumb. If he does another, yeah, zoom I, I really don't like, want to see ah. that aspect ratio. Now, I I know, I, I, know I know they said that was part of his creative vision. Um, it's a stupid vision. I think I think that's probably uh, maybe a little bit of a lie. I want to say that maybe the they wouldn't release the footage to him. 
Um, but I don't know. And, no. and, and when they finally did release the footage, they, they released it in like that weird format. You think it's a conspiracy? I think it's a conspiracy, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You no, think they I, sent him a, a four by three aspect ratio video of all the footage? Be like, fine, edit this together. And he's like, I will. And he's like, I will. I'm, he's like, <laughs> hold my drink. I'll, I'll do it, son. <laughs> no, I yeah. don't think it's a conspiracy. I think it was a... Look, I don't agree with everything Zack Snyder's does, and I don't think all of his movies are incredible. I think some of them are really dumb. But, mm. and I think that choice was a stupid creative yeah, choice it was, that he it made. Was a terrible choice. It was a dumb creative choice, mm -hmm. but it was still a choice he decided to do. Yeah. But, um, man, or I it, am looking or forward to it. Or it was maybe just home. a middle finger to the studio because they were mm -hmm. like, you're not allowed to have any creative control. And then when he finally got to release that, he's like, I'm. Fine. I'm turning this into th four by three aspect yeah. ratio. <laughs> and people are going to like it. My fans are going to like it. The only time we see this aspect ratio is a percentage of a Wes Anderson film. You know what I mean? It's, and that's so it. dumb though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would accept it more if he came out and said, hey, the studio wouldn't allow me. So I did it as a, as a disc to the studio or something like that. If he came out and said that, I'd be like, okay, I accept it more I than- you then this is this is his way of wanting the point of it was basically he wanted when you see that aspect ratio you wanted he wanted people to know oh this is this is the Zack Schneider cut this is his version not the original so he like was trying to identify it for people by giving it black wings i yeah thought it was dumb we didn't mm -hmm. need that. I'd rather have a. I'd rather have small text in the top corner that said Zack Schneider's cut. You know, a watermark. I'd rather mm -hmm. have that than black wings. But it's what he gave us. Um, yeah, yeah. That's all I had. I just kind of wanted to hear what you guys thought about it. It is a. Um, it is an interesting choice to be doing mm -hmm. with movies because we know we're getting a, an extended edition from Ridley Scott, and now we know we're getting a uh, director's cut exactly. from. Zach, uh, what did this article say that was titled um, "Make so much more sense after the latest news"? Was what was the sense that this article made? Was it was it because he's trying to point at a at a at a director's cut release? Yeah, I think so. Okay, because yeah. I was confused since we didn't read the article or I haven't read the article. Yeah, it was just it's just doing the same thing. It's talking about. Uh, uh, what I was saying, the theatrical release, right. and everything. They, these characters look really cool. I look fun. It looks, it looks really, fun. Really, uh, I, I've always except said the Wendigo. Who's the Wendigo over there? I don't know. It's a robot, I think. Snyder <laughs> um, likes these like horn type things. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. I like the uh, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna make you know like character based looks mm -hmm. just really go hard on on making them stylistic yeah it's something i've always appreciated we've said in the past about tom hardy anytime mm -hmm. he does a character he does a character right yeah. right, right, mm -hmm. right right and whether I, the accent is bad or not it's he's, he's committed one he's committed i'm 100%. i'm looking forward to the that movie he's gonna be in he's he's gonna it's bike gonna riders fun. Yeah, mm. the bike riders. Everybody's. I think people. I think people are excited for that. There's a lot I, of people that are secretly just. I saw really the trailer in the theater when we went to watch the creator. Mm -hmm. It was cool. I liked it. Um, I think uh, I also saw 
some photos of um, Austin Butler going to be in a war movie. I don't know. Man, yeah, Austin I, Butler's going to really be popping off this next mm-hmm. couple of years. He's hitting his uh, his he's hitting his Zendaya phase. Um, so before we leave, I have a quick segment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's only three different pictures, um, but I want to see if you guys can guess the actor behind the mask. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. So, like I said, I was watching Kingdom of Heaven, uh, and there is all specific- these. Are all these movies I've seen? Uh, I don't know. All right. Um, but I do have, I do have, I would like you to pull up. There's a video with the audio so that you guys can hear the voices of these characters. Okay. Now, is this the kingdom of heaven one that you this sent is me? Ki- the first one is kingdom of heaven. Okay. So pull up the picture. I'm and terrible I, at I, names. So we're both terrible at names. Hold on. I got to, I, I need to get through this ad really quickly. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm playing it and then I'll share the screen and then I'll, but I'll go away from it. So we're only okay. showing audio here. We can't show what's on the video, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does it matter if me and Josh will see it? Uh, no. Okay. All right. It, as, it, those two videos don't show the name of the actor, I don't believe. Now, I can't show it both at the same time. So we look at the picture and then we hear the audio. Um, sure. All right. Yeah. Yeah. First. All right. Is it so? It's a woman. This no, it's the king. This is the king, kingdom of heaven. This is, he is the king of Jerusalem. Okay, um, and <laughs> and it's boy. controlled. It's controlled by like the French and English. Um, so this is a a man, a Caucasian man. Is this okay. character very popular uh, actor? Do you know who it is? No, I'm asking no. you. Is no, it not a very popular actor? It is. Yeah, it is a popular actor. Not off of this. Um, Let's hear his voice. Let's hear the voice. Hear his voice. All right. So I'm gonna share the page, but I'm I'm gonna play it and then I'm gonna cut away. All right. Here we go. All right. Don't read anything. Don't look at anything. The whole world is in chess. Any move can be the death of you. Do anything except remain where you started, and you can't be sure of your end. Were you sure of your end once? Hmm. I was. What was it? To be buried a hundred yards from where I was born. What? Now? Now I sit in Jerusalem and look upon a king. Hmm. When I was 16, I won a great victory. I felt I recognized I would live to be a hundred. I have a guess. Okay. I have a guess. Can I can I quickly do an IMDB search to, to get this actor's name? Because I don't recall his name. Uh, you have to make the guess first. Yeah, I, well, well I, I need to know. I need to know my guess. I, I'm gonna. I'm searching a different movie. My guess is in, so I can remember his name because I can't remember. Okay. His name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can right. do that. And I'm doing it. So I'm. I'm doing it secretly so Joshua doesn't copy my answer. Yeah. Okay. I've also got a guess. I'm not sure of his name, but you'll. I'll instantly. You'll know who I'm talking about when I say. Okay. All right. Uh, on three. I guess. Yeah. Hold yeah. on. Let me let me put this back up. All right. Yeah. Give me your guesses. On three, Joshua. Or on zero. <laughs> yeah. Three, two, one. Edward Norton. Vision from Avengers. Ooh. It's, now, see, you know what? Paul Bettany is a good. Uh, it's a good guess. Vision. Uh, the correct answer is Edward Norton. 
I know I have. I, I've never seen this Edward movie. Norton. Never seen Edward this Norton, movie. So you can remind. Never people. seen this movie. He's the lead on Fight Club. Uh, yeah. Freaking never seen this movie. I knew. I, I hear the voice. I knew his voice. Mm-hmm. Freaking. All right, here we go. I'm pulling up. He gives a great movie. performance in this movie. Edward in, uh, Norton. Mm. Yeah, he gives a great performance. I've never that, seen this movie. This is almost more fun because I never saw it mm-hmm. and I got it right. And that's yeah. like a famous that's a famous scene in the movie where he's like, "When I was 16, I won a great victory." Freaking <laughs> never saw the movie. I, I, and I thought I and I thought I would live yeah. forever, and now <laughs> I know I will not live to see 30. <laughs> All right. Um let me so get this through. is go ahead. Uh this one, the next one will have to um I'll have, have to pull up. Okay. Um, because. Can uh, we go to the, the picture? Yeah, we can go to the picture. Go to the picture. The okay, woman so behind the mask. Female. Yeah. I, I. So first I want to see if you guys can guess um, uh, based on the eyes. Okay. So go ahead and share. I, I'm not. Well, based on the eyes. So you want us to guess before we hear the audio? Uh, you don't have to. Do we get extra points if we do? Um, I already got one over Joshua. You can guess before the video. I, I don't. I don't want to guess before the video. I don't. Okay, no, I don't want to guess. All right, you get now. I'm. I'm. You're gonna share my screen and play the video. Correct, and then Um, I'm gonna cut off so I don't. But you're gonna cut off, Josh. I I think you ought to look away so you don't accidentally see something. I'm gonna cover where where I view. I I won't look at. Okay. Okay, All everybody. Right. <laughs> I just pay attention to camera. All right, go ahead, okay. share your screen, bro. I have to, I have to click you in, and mm-hmm. then I'll cut away and you hit play. All right. All right, here we go. I am sharing my screen. All right, share it right now. Add to stage. All right, cutting away now. Play the video. Okay. Now yeah, good to look. Make sure it volumes up. I don't hear anything. Mm-hmm. There we go. I hear it. I hear it. Okay. <sighs> Hello? Janine, it's me. I know, I'm at work. I know, I'm outside. What's the situation? You know the situation, we've been over That's Tom Hiddleston. No, that's uh, Simon Pegg. Bit of a struggle, complete mess. You are talking about here. Nicholas, what do you want? Well, I have something important to tell you and I didn't want to do it over the phone. Uh, I've been transferred. I'm moving away for a while. The Brits oh, are hard. Yeah. Janine, I've been transferred. I'm moving away for a while. I know. Bob told me. Hold on. Give it just one more second. I wanted to tell you in person. And there's no reason we can't be civil with each other. It's not that long ago we were talking about getting married. Yes, but you're already married. You're the force, weren't you? We're actually supposed to call it the service now. Official vocab guidelines state that force is too aggressive. See? It's only ever about the job. It's all you care about. That's not true. No, you mm. You have that rubber plant. All right, so that's it. I have a guess, but I don't even know what she plays in, and I don't know what, what her name is. <sighs> okay, she plays in a lot of stuff. <laughs> no, I would definitely have seen something her. Yeah, you definitely she, seen something. I think then you should I pull up no IMDb, clue. Josh. I think you should pull up IMDb. So if you think you've seen something with her well, in it, you can I, search. I, it I don't and know find what to name. look up because I don't. I I have an actor's face in my mind, but I don't know, even know what I've seen with her in it. Mm. I'm 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 gonna confirm it's not her. It's, 
<laughs> if you have an actor's face in your mind. But I don't know what she's uh, been on. Uh, then I got no clue. Yeah. Then you would know what she's on. All right. I, all right. Take a guess. I need to, I feel like I need to search cause I don't, I don't know her name. Um, uh, Amy Adams. I don't know. What? It's not, it's Amy not even Adams. a Brit. This person is definitely yeah, but Edward Norton. Edward Norton was doing a British accent, but in Kingdom but of Heaven, obviously it was Edward Norton. Mm-hmm. Um. So I really thought the eyes would be the hint to this one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm completely lost, dude. At the, her voice does sound familiar, but mm-hmm. I'm lost. I can't. I don't even know what to search for. I don't know where to begin. I haven't seen yeah. this movie. Go ahead and pull a picture of her up. Who is she? You guys aren't going to take a guess, jo- no, Joe. You I don't have a guess. I secede. I we, I both secede. we both secede. We both secede. So we both forfeit. I, it's still going to be one zero. All right. Uh, it, this is Kate Blanchett. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in in the movie Hot Fuzz. <laughs> um. Yeah. This is this is Kate Blanchett. I remember I watched when I first watched this movie. I was like, I recognize her, but. She's behind the mask the whole mm-hmm. time, and and we never see her face. Uh, mm. But this whole beginning of the movie is like, um, it's it's like cameos and references. Peter Jackson's actually uh, cameo. Yeah, in this. yeah. He's it's like, funny. they're like, oh, how's your hand? Because he was uh, Simon Pegg was fighting crime. He's a police officer, and he's like, oh, it's fine. Because he had, and then it shows like a quick flashback of getting stabbed in the hand by a mall Santa. <laughs> uh, and that's Peter Jackson. <laughs> Funny. All right. Are you, are you pulling yeah. up that actress? I am, but I, I'm spelling her well, name. You guys know. You guys know Kate Blanchett from Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yeah. I, I know she is. I just couldn't. I couldn't. I wasn't spelling her name right. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Kate with a C. With a C. That's why I was confused. Mm-hmm. All right. Kate Blanchett. What she plays Galadriel. Galadriel. Uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't have guessed that. I'm gonna be honest. Let me let me take a look at them eyes again. No, I still don't no, see it. The eyes, no? the eyes wouldn't have given it away for me. See, if if you just stuck a, a photo of just her nose out, then I'd be like, oh, yeah. You know what? Her lower face, I probably yeah. could have guessed 100. percent Yeah, yeah. If she was wearing a Batman mask, would have got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? But honestly, if Anybody wearing a Batman mask, you can almost always <laughs> you can almost yeah. always tell who they are. <laughs> I would be a dead giveaway with my teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I and, have a snaggle tooth and freaking Christian Bale with his mouth. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's never closed. But at least they covered up his mole up here, right? That would have been a dead yes. giveaway. Um, um, let's do one more. We got another yeah, one. Yeah, we have one more. All right, I'm gonna show the. Uh, and picture? and I actually haven't seen this movie all the way through, but this is a very another very famous performance I, behind a mask. I think I might know this, and not because not because of I think I've seen this. I've, I mean, I've not seen the movie, but I know I almost watched it. Okay, well, we'll uh, play the audio and let Joe guess. It's a male or female? Male. Okay. All right. Let's see. Don't look. <laughs> I had to go between tabs here. Good evening, London. Allow me first to apologize for this emergency channel. I do, like many of you, appreciate the comforts of the everyday routine. 
security of the familiar, the tranquility of repetition. I enjoy them as much as any bloke. But in the spirit of commemoration, whereby those important events of the past, usually associated with someone's death or the end of some awful bloody struggle, are celebrated with a nice holiday, I thought we could mark this November the 5th, a day that is sadly no longer remembered, by taking some time. Mm. Yeah, that's probably good. <laughs> dang it. Dang it, dang it, dang it. How am I supposed to know this? The the voice when he when he goes down, mm -hmm. duh, it it's it springs into my mind, but I yeah the the hit the person's face does not spring into my mind. Yeah, mm -hmm. it just hits yeah, me. I, in the, I know this. I know this voice button. I know this voice. You did a really good job choosing three movies I have not seen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think it's fair. Joshua doesn't. Do you have a guess, Joshua? I, I knew who it was. I just, I looked up his name, but I knew who it was. Dang it. It's going to be a tie then if you get it right. Yeah. Da, 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 da. I, can I have like a, I a second longer? I feel like I cheated longer? though with this one because I've. Yeah, you can have a second longer. Movie. Yeah, I, I, need, I, I need, cheated. I don't say it's a tie. You, you definitely beat me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can you hear this? No. Oh, wait. The men with guns will soon be on their way. It's chance of Damn it. Why? Because while the truncheon may be used in mm. of conversation, words will always I think you're on the right path here. Words offer the means to meaning, and for those who will listen, the enunciation of truth. It sounds like you're on the right path. It sounds like you're on the right path here. This country isn't that. You designed it, sir. You wanted it foolproof. You told me every television in London. Cruelty and injustice, intolerance and oppression. And where once you had the freedom to object, to think and speak as you saw fit, you now have sensors and systems of surveillance coercing your conformity. Can you make, do you think you can make a guess? <sighs> I can make a guess, but it's wrong. I know okay. it's wrong. Make a guess. Okay. Hold on. I just need to, I, I think I know his name. You but can I make as many guesses as you want. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, I, I think I only have one guess, and I don't think it's correct. Um, okay. One second. Uh, cast of, what was he on? Oh. Uh, okay, so I'm pretty sure this is not correct, but my guess mm -hmm. is going to be Ian McShane. <laughs> it's not Ian McShane, so although, you know what, my, that is a good guess. My guess, I, I think this is how you pronounce his name, Hugo Weaving. Wait, it, is, yeah. it is Hugo Weaving. He, he um, plays Elrond. Um, er, uh, yeah, Elrond from He Lord is Ryan. Elrond. Dang, <laughs> it's so obvious now. <laughs> It's so obvious. It's, it sounds yeah. like Lord Elrond. It sounds like him. Play, play so, it one more time so you can hear the Elrond. Of course, voice. it's it's clearly Elrond in his voice. He also plays the bad guy in the Matrix. The Matrix. What's his name in Matrix? And the Red Skull in Captain America. But again, mm. truth be told, if you're looking for the guilty, yeah, you need only look into a mirror. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Good. yeah. He he is definitely throwing more of a a, a raspiness in there, deepness to his voice there. So um, it is yeah, I can but I, I can hear him saying, uh, "I was there." Yeah, at the, at the <laughs> to he's here, Lord. Throw it into yeah. the fire. Um, 
No, so I thought it was funny. I knew when I when I was uh I was making this as I was watching Kingdom of Heaven. Um and I was like, you know, Norton's a good performance. I wonder what other, you know, kind of there there's other performances behind the mask. I know everybody knows Tom Hardy is Bane. Yeah. Um so I I I picked this one and I picked Hugo Weaving. I I didn't know that it was Hugo Weaving when I looked it up, but I was thinking of uh, either like side performances or main performances entirely behind a mask. Yeah. Um, but you know, you see what, you see where I was going there when I, yeah. when I guessed Ian McShane. Ian McShane is a good guess. Like he's, I, he's a good I guess. knew it wasn't him, but there was a certain cadence that he follows like that. And you know what, with, you know, you know what? I think, I think the British is harder for us to get. It really uh, is. Than American. Like if, if there were, if, like how did I pull Edward Norton out of out of that that clip? Like it because was it was clearly Edward Norton. Well, now because Norton, I thought it was clearly Edward Norton, right? If if you know two actors with a British accent, like like if you got Tom Holland and somebody with the same pitch voice as Tom Holland, I would I would probably not know Tom who Holland. is who. Yeah, right, I would yeah. probably say Tom Holland. Um. But yeah, that was uh, just a little game I wanted to play. It's fun. See if we could guess the actors. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Uh, That's really fun. Yeah. You, I noticed you don't have an end slide. It just ends with. <laughs> yeah. So, it, uh, we, we just I don't know with... how I didn't get an end slide. Well, you were fussing at Joshua a couple of weeks ago for not having an for end, not having an end having slide. A, a transition <laughs> slide. So I yeah. thought I'd point that out. It ends uh, I probably, I probably, I, I use a lot of the shortcuts. I probably deleted it when I was going probably. through. Because you're so quick on the computer. You just, mm. yeah. you, you bump so the fast. delete button here and mm-hmm. there, right? Um, By accident. It's really feeling like fall here. I don't know if it feels that way in, in Florida, but it really feels like fall. We don't get so. fall in Florida. It feels kind of like fall. It's, no, it I think, feels fall. Give it another week or two. It'll feel like fall when we, the leaves are turning. We gotta, Florida. we gotta get those flannels out, and we gotta do some apple picking. We're gonna Florida we're gonna does not get a fall. We do not get fall. Yeah, no. You guys get, you guys might get a we little get, bit chilly, we, but we get a Pennsylvania summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So we get, we're on the Gulf of Mexico, dude. All that hot air is just pumping up towards us, mm-hmm. and all that tropical uh, foliage is just all around us. There's no, nothing's dying here. Mm-hmm. This this year you know nothing but old nothing but old nothing but snowbirds you know nothing but snowbirds come down from (laughs) dang Uh, it yeah that was well that was my podcast i did i did notice like after the fact i was like this is all just like director stuff it's all directors but it's Um, all right but it was it was especially like the napoleon thing i'm super interested like nine battles big battles he said he filmed it in 50, 60 some days. 62 days. Sheesh. Wild, man. I'm looking forward to these fight scenes. Anytime yeah. these directors like, uh, you know, Christopher Nolan or Ridley Scott, they're like, we're doing these big movies with these big scenes. Right. I'm like, man, get, I'm on board. Let me watch. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, and it's it is revolutionary, and I love that they're being ballsy about it. Mm-hmm. They're not just like let's let's do the easy thing, but he's like let's do something difficult, 
and let's let's come under budget. You know what I mean? Well, the last Napoleon movie I watched was all like the Waterloo fight, and it is it's an old movie, but it's like one of the biggest fight scenes ever recorded in history. Mm-hmm. Um, they have thousands and thousands of uh, people out there. They have like the Russian um, uh, militia out on their horses playing a lot of the a lot of the uh cavalry it's an awesome battle scene